The Australian Beatles are a pretty good trivia team from right here in trivial Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you're listening to Spring Food Food America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I am Andy Carr. And I am Dandy How How. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling tired, Dan? No, not particularly. Why do you say that? Good. <laughs> Because we will not rest oh, until okay. we do that thing. Yes. Yeah, no, someday I'll get all this down. <laughs> yeah. Eat at every re- locally owned restaurant, Springfield, Missouri, 300 or so. What's up, Dan? Not a whole lot. Uh, you know, it's a lovely day outside. The heat's down a little bit, a little overcast out there. We do the weather now at the beginning of all our shows. <laughs> right before we started, I went for a run and got sweaty. Because I didn't think it was that hot, and it turned out to be hot enough to make me sweat, sure. and there was not enough time before recording, so I'm pretty sure I stink again. Hey. Stinking on mic. I'm teasing my lead single off my new album, uh, Hot Enough to Make Me Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, r- real club jam, that one. <laughs> that is just about a pepper. It's not like anything <laughs> yes. interesting he's doing. <laughs> You're hearing some laughs in the background. Hey, laughs, why don't you introduce yourselves? Okay. Hi, I'm Jessica. Uh, my name is Josh. Come on. I've, <laughs> never heard Josh. You, I've never heard you speak that softly in my life. Well, I was leaning up really into the mic, so I wasn't sure if it would just like boom it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get, get in there. He'll okay. fix it all down I'll afterwards. <laughs> Josh and Jessica are here because they co-host a podcast called Are You There Pod, which Such is about... a great podcast name. I am yeah. sorry to cut you off, but that is like... A high, high caliber podcast name. I'm it's so surprised it's not taken. Hey, yet. guess what, Dan? The name's even better with context. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's about all about your podcast. <laughs> Please, Andy, contextualize it. Why don't you explain to us what your podcast is about? I'll let Josh do it because he explains the podcast in every episode. It's a podcast about young adult books. That's very much for adults. For adults, yes. We should say <laughs> the last four especially were probably uh, hard R's. <laughs> definitely. They were uh, V.C. Andrews books, so yeah. definitely hard R's. Which should not be for children or young adults or Can anyone, mostly. <laughs> so what you do is sort of run down the plot of these books and sort of discuss them as grown-ups who maybe read them in the past, maybe didn't. And it's pretty fascinating and hilarious stuff. Why don't you just tell us, like, give us a G-rated description of the <laughs> Dollenganger series, oh, which God. I think would be quite a challenge. Uh, <laughs> These are books for children, keep in what mind. What movies have been rated G? <laughs> <laughs> the Lady and the Tramp. The, the Lion King was, right? That's a G. Uh, yeah. That's a G, okay. yeah. And there's murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not the other things that happened in those books. Uh, try to explain them, Jessica. And a G rating? <laughs> yeah, I want to see you do it. Okay, <laughs> it's the story of a... Just a brother and sister who love each other a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, for more of that, (laughs) listen to Are You There Pod. You really should. It's very fun. Josh, you also own a bookstore here in trivial Springfield, Missouri. (laughs) I do, yes. Uh, It's a bookstore slash place where you can come and see my cat, which is what most people are there for. There's two there right now, yeah. Cats. People really like the cats. Yeah. And have no problem telling me I don't care about books. You know what I'm here for? The cats. You know? And I just <laughs> smile and nod. You could tell us the name of the bookstore, <laughs> oh, too. <laughs> it's called uh, Bookmarks. It's 
downtown next to the cookie dough place. Yeah. And how's that spelled? <laughs> uh, it, there is a, a, a hard exit yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Karl Marx is in the sign. Don't you know, rate, you, review, and unsubscribe <laughs> the store. <laughs> you can go there to see his cat slash cats, right? There's more than one. There's up to three at certain points. Right now, there's usually only one. Right now, there's two. You can go there to see the cats. You can go there to see Josh. You can go there to buy books. And on September 25th, 2019, oh, no. you can go there to see the first anniversary live podcast recording wow. for Spring Food Mo. Wow. America's number one podcast at restaurants, Spring Food, Missouri. <laughs> Congrats, guys. That's us. Thank you. Yeah. We're very excited. And also, in the lead up to the show, we're going to be doing a food drive wow. in coordination with Bookmarks and the Ozarks Food Harvest, which I'm very excited about. We spent a lot of time basically promoting gluttony uh, on the show. We've spent a whole year doing that, and I figured it's about time we did something mm, to offset that just a little bit. Sure, and this isn't um, like the normal food drive that you and I do where we drive to a restaurant <laughs> and shamefully drive around while eating the food. No, Josh has uh, generously allowed there to be a donation bin at the bookmarks throughout wow. the month of September, and also the show we're going to ask for a uh, one non-perishable food item donation to come watch. You could also bring more. That's another option. Yeah. Beans more than are cheap. Yes. So <laughs> I'm really excited about the entire month of September, Dan. We have booked a guest for every week. We've got oh the whole lineup set out. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, really, a lot of guests just carrying the show with their <laughs> charisma. <laughs> I, I think September is going to be a real good one. Yeah. Folks. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We've got a couple great guests right now. <laughs> Yeah, That's thanks, guys. Just, that's yeah, you yeah. too. It's us. It's us. <laughs> so I suppose we should get into our restaurant for this week. It seems that that would be appropriate, but it's actually not, Andy, because <laughs> okay. we have one more thing to do for you see on Friday. I took a trip to a little spot called Shrimp and Bayou Classics. Whoa! <laughs> you may have heard of it. Uh-huh. And I had a dish that last week you had considered... I guess memorializing, inducting, possibly. It's called the boneless bacon wraps oh, chicken quarter. Oh man! And Andy, I think it's time because I think I'm in agreement with you All right. that this belongs in the Spring Food Mo Perfect Dish Pantheon. That bacon wrap chicken quarter. <laughs> How about chicken it? quarter? It's very Stuffed good with rice. Have you guys had this wrapped in bacon? No. <laughs> You really should. That rice, nice and cheesy. I don't think either of them eat meat, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, if you get back into it, let me say, that's the way to go. So welcome to it, <laughs> Bacon Wrap Chicken Quarter from Shippin' Bayou Classics. Don't sue us, Daredevils. <laughs> uh, how many things do you have in the pantheon of perfect dishes? It's four or five. Egg rolls, pie crust. The Shanghai egg roll, mm -hmm. the prairie pie pie crust. We got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All pie crust. Pea <laughs> barn bites brownie. Yes. And yeah, I think okay. it's the, oh, the hot beef sundae. Oh, yes, absolutely. And the hot now, beef sundae from the Ozark oh, Empire yeah. Fair. The bacon wrapped chicken quarter. I can think of one more thing that belongs in there. I'm not going to bring it up right Don't now. Don't say but, it just yet. But uh, <laughs> stay tuned, folks. I will also <laughs> say, I'm just, just going to emphasize a lot how great the tea bar brownie is and i do have a picture of me holding like a dozen of them <laughs> that, that i bought 
from the moxie at one point because it's the best dessert I've ever had. I love it. I think about it a lot. And yeah. I'm also on Andy's campaign to <laughs> shame the moxie to bring it back. Uh, I am too. They're so good. They're the so best. good. Moxie. I enjoy it. Bring them back lot. those brownies. Yeah, bring them back. <laughs> Bring the brownies back, Mike. Hashtag. <laughs> wow, All right. you're good at hashtagging. <laughs> they go with the end, right? <laughs> Bring the brownies back, Mike. Pound sign. <laughs> <laughs> so I can pound them. All right. Let's get to our restaurant for this week. Patton Alley Pub. Wow. Eric Sackerson basically grew up in the restaurant business. Like many of us, he worked a fast food job in high school, but then he moved on to other restaurant jobs, mastering the duties of serving and cooking. Eric Zackerson moved 35 times growing up. He didn't land and settle in Springfield until his early 20s. He managed restaurants for about a decade here before opening up his own in 2002. Actually, Eric Zackerson and his wife Julie opened up three restaurants in pretty rapid succession. Agrario, a Mediterranean place, was first in 2002. Patton Alley Pub followed in the summer of 2003, and then the delightfully kitschy Hickox Steakhouse and Brewery in 2005. All three establishments were situated on Patton Alley in downtown Springfield. Agrario and its upstairs counterpart, the Bodega Bar, were located just north of Patton Alley Pub, in the space now occupied by Zan, a dance club my co-host visits so often <laughs> they might as well just rename it Dan. Pinkox was across the street in the building that until recently housed the now-defunct Social on Patton. The building on the west side of Patton Avenue is one of the oldest structures in downtown Springfield. Constructed in 1860 as a livery stable, a livery stable was, is, was, like Avis for Horses, a place in the middle of a city where you could, you know, rent a horse. Do these exist now? If they do, then that one scene in John Wick 3 makes a lot more sense. Anyway... In 1860, the Patton-slash-Zan building was a livery stable. In the 1920s, the pub side was an auto repair shop called Rogers Motors. In the 70s, it was Jerry Israel Appliances. By the 90s, it had become a bar and live music venue called Untouchable Market Company, which closed in 1999 and promptly reopened as Renegades, that's with an apostrophe, possessive, which lasted until summer 2003 when Renegades closed to make way for Eric Zackerson's Patton Alley Pub. To truly understand Eric Zackerson's original intentions for Patton Alley, we need to go back and talk a bit more about Agrario. I had never heard of this restaurant. Apparently, it was quite upscale. Articles about Agrario describe it as a farm-to-table restaurant before we called them that, with vegetables from local farms, free-range chicken, and grass-fed beef. They sometimes served more exotic wild game and made a big deal of using uncommon herbs and spices in their recipes, uh, that kind of thing. I know this because over Agrario's first year of business, the news leader wrote about the place dozens of times. I've done, you know, 50-something of these research-heavy history segments at this point, and I've never seen anything like the amount of direct media coverage received by Eric Zacherson's Agrario restaurant. When Eric Zacherson opened Patton Alley Pub in the summer of 2003, just 16 months after he and his wife Julie had opened Agrario, he intended it to be the exact opposite type of restaurant, a totally unpretentious neighborhood bar with traditional American food and a huge variety of beer on tap. Music was also important to Zacherson, live music every weekend, a practice the pub upheld until fairly recently. 
In 2004, the Zacherson's bought the Patton slash Agrario building outright. And then in 2005, they teamed with some other entrepreneurs to open the Wild West-themed Hickox Steakhouse and Brewery, which we've talked about on the show before and which was a pretty hilarious place. When Hickox closed in early 2008, its brewing tanks and equipment were purchased by the late, great Buzz Hosfield, who used the gear to start the now-beloved White River Brewing Company on Commercial Street. It's pretty cool. The reason Hickox closed so fast probably had something to do with the fact that in 2007, the Zacherson's had to file bankruptcy after defaulting on a loan of 1.3 million American dollars. The Agrario building was set to go up for auction, but a restructuring deal worked out so the Zacherson's could open a new, more downscale restaurant in the space called The Blue Plate. The Blue Plate lasted about a year, and then the only Zacherson business left was the most humble one and the most popular, the Patton Alley Pub. When it comes to cash, I've been getting smoked, out my money, now I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best bio ever. <laughs> Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Do, do you like domestic brews? Patton Alley Pub is and always has been a kind of classic American beer bar. Yeah, it really hasn't changed much over the years, though over the last decade, they did start putting more focus on the American aspect in tandem with the country's microbrewery boom. The bar hasn't carried a single imported beer on tap since 2012. The last one to go was Guinness Draft. At some point, the building was sold to Zan LLC, which now leases the space to Eric Zacherson. And um, speaking of which, Eric Zacherson hasn't lived in Springfield since 2011. He lives in Santa Barbara, California, where he's a university professor and runs a business advice business. He's been running Patton from California for eight years now. I mean, kind of. Obviously, it's the employees doing the work. Anyway, Zacherson's ready to let go of his last Springfield business. Patton Alley Pub is up for sale for a cool $150,000. That's just for the business, not the building. We've heard rumors about potential buyers, but nothing's certain. And, you know, just in case new ownership brings big changes to an old favorite, your faithful compatriots here at Spring Food Mo figured we'd better cover Patton Alley Pub before it's too late. Do you like American music? We like all kinds of music. But I like American music best. Oh, baby. Yeah, you were born too late and I was born too late. Patton Alley Pub. How did you know about my Zan addiction? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call me Lil Zan. <laughs> yeah, I got pretty obsessed with Agrario when I was doing the research for this thing. Um, did any of you go there? Any people older than me? I never went, but I did go to Bodega Bar, which oh, was yeah, situated yeah. above it. Dan would be familiar with it because it's the second floor of Zan mm. now. Oh, where yes. you can, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, where you like look over and you can see other people dancing on the first floor. Yeah. 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 So that was that was um, Bodega Bar. So it was the upper level and it was like a square uh-huh. and you had the bar and then you could look over the ledge there, I guess. I don't know how to describe it, but you could look over it and you could see the Agrario. Uh-huh. And every time I've been there, the Agrario was closed because it was late. 
So you would just look down and you would see like all the tables made up for the next day. Oh, gotcha. But that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was close. And I remember it felt like almost like a secret, like a speakeasy type thing because huh. you felt so weird going in there and you went this dark set of stairs to get up there. That sounds awesome. It was kind of cool. Was it like upscale-ish? Or? It very much was. Um, I only went there like maybe four or five times. The first time I went was my friend was a philosophy major and his professor was having a thing there. Oh. So he invited me and my friend there and I'd never heard of it, never been there. But I remember getting dressed up because he was like, you don't come in in like jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is agrarian. <laughs> it's the bodega bar. Um, so I do remember being dressed up for it. Uh, but at the time, I feel like there weren't that many cocktail lounges in Springfield, at least in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. There was maybe the mud lounge maybe was open then. And uh, bodega bar. That's yeah. all I can think of off the top of my head. And I felt at the time... Mud Lounge was kind of fancier then, even uh-huh. like people really dressed up for it. Now Not we just anymore. come to accept it. <laughs> yeah. now, it's, now it's like a truck stop. In there. <laughs> yeah, they had this. I believe it was a pomegranate mojito. That Ooh. was my favorite drink, and uh, the bartender was really the mixologist of Springfield. I wish I could remember his name because Sir I did ask. <laughs> I don't think that's right, but could be. Um, but I remember asking about him once when I found out Bodega Bar was closed and my friend said he got hired by a bar in Chicago. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's a big deal. Big deal bartender. Too big too big for Bodega Bar. <laughs> <laughs> we should open up a new Bodega Bar in Bites. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so had any of you spent a substantial amount of time at Pat and Alley Pub prior to your visit this week? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Let's hear about it. I went there quite a bit when I first started going downtown in the early m- mid-ish aughts, I uh-huh. guess. When I was first like 21-ish When you're age. still young and yeah. can go out and like... <laughs> <laughs> and stay out till last yeah. call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would go there quite a bit, even uh, during happy hour. Yeah. I remember they had these great chips. Ooh. I don't even know if they still do. But I remember it was like the cheapest thing on the menu. Okay. So my friends and I would go in and get a couple of beers and eat those <laughs> chips like crazy. I don't think they're on the menu anymore. I didn't see chips on there at least. They have I, I like chips like and queso. Chip. Yeah. Oh, really? And, yeah. Oh, it's like tortilla chips. Yeah, like no, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. This had like a homemade. I know and, yeah. Andy is kind of yeah. anti-chip. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not <laughs> I know you don't love them, but to me as a, as a chip and queso boy, it's every n- time. Tortilla chips, I'm into. Okay. Chips and salsa, chips and queso, guacamole, I like it. It's just like potato chips with a sandwich. I don't get enough pleasure from them to justify the stomach real estate. <laughs> it's not that I that I don't like them. You know, it's not like I'm. It's, I, I wouldn't. I don't want to eat pickles. You're but not I, I'll eat chips if it's the only thing in the world. <laughs> sure. If I was in a world where there were only chips left to eat, it'd be fine. We all like smell terrible and be sweaty and gross and oily all the time. But Man, that would I be could a still eat them. world for me. I want that. I want that podcast of just him in a smelly world where he's only reviewing. You guys just review different chips. What, what's the Twilight Zone scenario there? Where I'm finally in a world where nobody's left. It's all chips and. <laughs> There's no napkins or something. <laughs> you have you have no mouth. <laughs> My mouth gets uh, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> so you said that uh, Patton's been open since 2003. 2003. And I felt like it was open forever because I probably started going to downtown bars around 
like 2006 mm-hmm. because I went to Evangel University, so we could not drink alcohol. May have had a Smirnoff <laughs> ice or two somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, uh, don't take my degree back. Uh, but that was the first place that like friends took me and they were like, this is the cool place. And it kind of had like... You talked about it, it, it like looks like a it, it's an old building. Uh-huh. So I just thought it had been there forever. Yeah. And at the time I do remember some of my friends were trying to drink every beer on the menu. Mm. That was the that? thing. They used to do that. They yeah, used to yeah, have yeah. Like, some sort of cup or you got on the title. Wall? Yeah. You get on the wall. There was like a plaque and they would add your name to it. Did you notice? You... I'm sorry. Oh no, you're good. Did you notice that they have like half as many beers on tap as they used to? Because the tap used to go all the way around the corner. It's sad. I remember they had, well, I don't want to say it's sad. Like they're disappointing me. <laughs> no, but they had know. one of my favorite all time beers there called Zingu. I don't mm. know if you guys oh, yeah, ever it's had Brazilian? it. It's Brazilian black mm-hmm. beer. Is it because- is so good. I remember just drinking it like it was water. <laughs> I had a Zingu so before MySpace, I think. we interacted on zanga we we did interact on zanga a lot that may have been kind of the catalyst for andy and i's deeper friendship was the zanga days Mm. i kind of feel that way if if i found old like zanga pages could i find you guys is old like oh you can most yeah. definitely find just mine. like listening to further scenes forever oh, feeling 100 <laughs> yeah. uh, mine was probably even worse than that <laughs> mine was just straight nonsense um i don't know what year this zanga would have been but you definitely wrote music reviews and stuff on there did if I? i'm not mistaken what, what year would have this have been 2003 uh yeah 2004 i think i was really into zanga around 2004 2005 how old were you then <sighs> How old was I? Uh-huh. Uh, 18, 19. 18, 19. 17. So you guys were writing in your Zingas. The yeah, only people that should be <laughs> I, I, I was, and 18, I was, I was guarding to downtown. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was uh, in my tween, Ooh, teenage years <laughs> around then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I remember starting to go to Patton, though, because the main reason I used to live in Kelly Green Apartments uh-huh. at this time period. So it's way south of town. I, I think I know her. <laughs> She's a pretty cool girl. Uh, uh, but at the time, there's that little shopping center there. There's a couple restaurants, I think, in there. There used to be a bar called Cousins. That's where mm. that's where Bear Bears is now. It's on South National. Oh, okay, like I'm way South National, like a little bit past um, Mama Jean South. Sure. There's that mm, little okay. shopping center. Their claim to fame was they had the most beers on tap than any other bar in Springfield. So my friends and I, I worked at Barnes and Noble at the time. We would go there after work and just drink pitchers of really good beer and eat their pizza their pizza i remember being so good and they closed just mismanagement uh-huh. i think i i couldn't tell you why but after that someone was like oh there's this place called Patton, and they have mm. a lot of beer and that's why we started going to Patton. yep um was just for the beer but at the time i remember like it was my friend group would go they had good happy hours we'd go to happy hours there and uh, my sister and her now husband would come with us too. So we'd have like a pretty big group. Yeah, it's there. a place for big groups. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Beer, 
It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hot take from Andy. I'm rolling into the place with the most beers on tap and still just being like, do you have Bud Light Lime? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have Smirnoff Ice? <laughs> <laughs> and he likes ice in his Smirnoff Ice, yes. too. <laughs> yes. Like an extra cold. Be chilled, yeah. <laughs> At the time, though, there was no back room. The room where they host trivia and mm. pool now is not oh, really? open. There was like a big curtain over it, and I think it was just used for storage. I don't think they still had Still smelled the like tables. horse. Well, it was probably still <laughs> liberal. Yeah. <laughs> so it was half the size then that it is now. Well, I'm half the man I used to be. <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd been there quite a bit. I used to play trivia on Sunday nights mm-hmm. in college. I probably did that for like a good two or three year stretch. And I think it's the same group that still hosts that trivia. They've mm-hmm. been doing it forever. Is it trivia binge? Trivia yes. binge. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Kyle's that guy. The it's guy Kyle that used to roast the Laurel. beans yeah. for Mudhouse. Now he works he for Mothers. 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 Really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He roasts the beans for mothers. Yeah. <laughs> the mother's that, that house. Beer beans. They do have that winter grind. That, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it's a fun place to hang out. You know, I, I tend to favor places now that are a little bit quieter. Mm-hmm. And it's not a quiet place, especially like on a Friday or Saturday night. I, if there was a band playing, I was just not interested in going. It's a young person's bar. Yeah. I was told recently that POD played at Patinelli Pub. No. Yes. Mm. I don't believe it. I don't okay. remember let's, this. Let's well, get Sunny back on the podcast to discuss. We're just going to have to look into it. I'm not going to reveal <laughs> my source on this. <laughs> It's only $20 to find out from the, from the man true. himself. Yeah, just, just send him like, a message. And do you think he would remember that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many people use the cameo service to uh, <laughs> ask celebrities questions, yeah. but we might be the first. So yeah, it's kind of a college party place. That, that, that's my experience with it. You go there with a big group of people and hang out. Everybody can find something they like, beer-wise or cocktail-wise. And it's, it used to be relatively cheap. I feel like it's maybe not as cheap now. The beer. Yeah. You know, you're looking at five or six bucks for something something relatively good. When, do they have a cheap beer special now? Yes. Oh, they had two dollars off all mothers oh. the night that we went, but it wasn't prominently displayed. <laughs> I think we I already ordered my tank seven. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, just we, a fun surprise. We saw it after we had all ordered. Um, I mean, tank yeah. seven is the best beer. I mean, so yes, it's great. <laughs> you probably made the right choice, and no I shot at mothers at all. I don't know if we're going to get into the trivia right now, uh-huh. but they have a pretty great trivia. Do was, they still do it twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays? Yeah, or? it's a different it, kind it's of trivia. It's two different things. So that's what uh, me and Jessica used to always do. We would have a team that would go on like pop culture night on uh-huh. Thursdays. Yeah. Which is different than the one for like big brained. <laughs> uh, like, oh, so Sunday, Sunday nights. Sunday well. nights, like when the academic, like it's like an okay. MSU it's professors very go. Smart people. They're too, oh, they're too okay. smart yeah. for me. No, I, I would go, and there was one of my professors who was there on a regular basis, yeah. and it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> That's awesome, though, because I, I really, I hate whenever I go to a trivia and it is just like blown out way too hard. Mm-hmm. And this seemed like right up my alley. It was about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second they say this is a science round, I'm just like, well. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I've had fun. <laughs> I'm done never, for the night. Uh, we can never find the science person to recruit for our team either. It's like we, we only know lit people and movie people and music people. And that's about it. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, the four of us went to Pat and Alley Pop Culture Trivia together this Thursday. Absolutely. To review it. <laughs> <laughs> and our team was called oh Porpoise Crips. <laughs> Porpoise Christie Texas. <laughs> which will be bleeped out on this program. We'll put it on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do half bad. 
In fact, I did think we did half good. <laughs> we were yeah, respectable. Second place. That's yeah. all you. That's all you need. Just we placed. Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went right back uh, two nights later and spent my five dollar <laughs> reward. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So let's get into the meal since we drank beer at this bar. Let's talk about the beer that we drank first. Uh, Jessica, why don't you start? I had uh, my favorite beer, Tank 7. It's the best beer. It, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. A farmhouse ale. Used to be a farmhouse saison. I think the taste has changed a little bit over the years, but we've been over that conspiracy on the show before. <laughs> no need to irritate anyone else any further. Josh, what did you get? Also, Tank 7. And let me tell you that there was a... Uh, the glory days of Springfield were when the Walmart neighborhood market by my house uh-huh. had missed... Price, buddy, the tank seven, yes, nine ninety nine for a six pack. It, I think it was even cheaper than oh. that. Was it? I felt like it was like seven, seven, seven something, okay. and now it's like fourteen it's or back whatever. To where yeah. It should yeah, have yeah, been yeah. all along. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that was citywide, my friend. Was okay. yes, wow, and it ruled. Good times. <laughs> I think my liver really hurt. Yeah, during that time period, <laughs> 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 worth it. I had the. Dancing Flamingo, I think is what it was called. Oh. It was something Flamingo. We actually ran into Jared from a podcast oh, from yeah. Springfield there, and his girlfriend was with him. And fiance. She was, his fiance was with him. And what, what nice people. What just kind, so nice. friendly people. They even decided to play trivia, and boy, did they. Do they do poorly? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but they, they were just a two-man team, so it makes sense. We had yeah. twice the brain power. <laughs> well, ha- really. And half the athletic ability. <laughs> yeah, Andy and I are <laughs> true dummies, so I, I don't know where that really places us. But his fiance recommended the Dancing Flamingo. It was a berry sour, and uh, it was delicious. I've been getting into the sour beers a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to like a sweet beer, but now they're just a little too sweet for me, so... I've, I've gone sour. I've, I've gone sour on yeah. it. Sour beer for a sour man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm positively sour. I got what was labeled in the menu as the Creekside IPA from White River. That is not what that beer is called. Wow. It's called the Gravel Bar IPA. <laughs> Andy uh, just confusing. pulled out a pan, uh, pulled, pulled the menu out, and started... Not to nitpick or anything, but there's a lot of like punctuation errors and stuff on that menu. <laughs> you don't want to be a tech writer looking at local menus yeah. a lot of the time. I understand I'm it's hard, it. and it's most hard. of the rules are arbitrary anyway. True. But if you're a pedant, <laughs> like you're <laughs> that particular mental illness, uh, it's that's can your be job. frustrating. <laughs> um, I got. Uh, the first time I got that gravel bar IPA, then I went back a couple nights later and I got a Brooklyn Brewing Defender IPA, which is a little bit more intense. Like it had, it was a little bit hardier, more dense. But also, they did this thing where they served it in the ten ounce glass, and it's only five point five percent alcohol, and it's one of those beers you can get at Brown Derby for like a dollar thirty nine a bottle. So I don't know why they're being so precious about it because it was <laughs> it was five fifty for ten ounces. Ooh. So I don't, I don't know what's up with that. That's as confusing to me sometimes when places do that. Yeah, that is I'm looking strange. directly at the Alamo Draft House, who will <laughs> gouge those beer prices like crazy. <laughs> Love a five dollar gravel bar. Yeah. <laughs> How much is a uh, Pabst there? It's in like four fifty. Yeah, it's Ooh. insane. Yeah, wow. yeah. But when you're looking through that menu, you're like, I'm just gonna be a Paps boy tonight. <laughs> well, no, you can spend one more dollar and get something very yes. good. Yeah. You know, at, at the Alamo. Anyway, we're, we've already <laughs> reviewed the Alamo Draft House. So let's uh, let's start with the appetizers. We ordered an appetizer platter called the Hangover Three, uh, <laughs> a, a, named after a movie I saw while killing time. 
uh, before a flight to Portland from Kansas City. I'll tell you what, it killed that time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a dead period of time in my life. This was fried mushrooms, fried O-rings, and fried jalapenos served with house-made ranch, chipotle ranch, and get this, horseradish sauce. Oh, Remember okay. how we were trying to figure out what that ranch-like sauce was next to the ranch? Ah. <laughs> it was horseradish, apparently. <laughs> I could not discern the flavor. It didn't I, have enough of a bite to stick out <laughs> as a non-ranch dip. Yeah. We had all just decided it was ranch. Mm-hmm. Extra ranch, which makes sense because it's a lot of fried food. Uh, the friedness of which needs to be mitigated by ranch on that platter. <laughs> so start with the fried mushrooms. This used to be my favorite appetizer there. You get one of these and they come out, they'd be literally steaming and you had to wait a good five to 10 minutes before oh. you ate them because they were so hot. It would like explode and burn the inside of your mouth. This is all a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so, so good. They weren't that hot when we had them. They were a little big for my taste. They, they, they were maybe my least favorite of the appetizers on the platter. Mm. Uh, just because a uh, little too much mushroom. I like the small baby mushrooms uh-huh. in there because, you know, you get you get in the thick point of the mushroom and you're that's just a lot of chew. I don't know. It love is that. a lot of chew. Uh, but other than that, they're pretty good. The batter was lovely. Here's looking at you, kid. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I avoided the mushrooms because I remember they're big, so you have to bite into them, and I remember the mouth burning Uh and also the chewiness. So I skipped the mushrooms (laughs) and just had a jalapeno. Uh I've had those mushrooms many times, and I constantly ordered them and don't like them all that much. (laughs) But I love mushrooms so much, and anything that you just deep fry, I'm into. Like, if you've battered it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Once you, you could fry some batter on its own and then batter that and fry it again. That'd be Josh's ultimate uh, appetizer. <laughs> that's just fun. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's most of like when people are really into the like uh, the Long John Silver's, what are they called? Like, the Krispies. The, oh, yeah. They're they're the just, uh-huh. Oh, just oh. load it up with those. Yeah. No, that's just. No, don't don't eat that. <laughs> no, the Krispies were the no, best part. Good, I know mean, they it. were. I disagree. <laughs> Mom, can I have your Krispies? No. Imagine like a really good garden salad with the Krispies on top. That seems like it would be amazing. Oh my goodness. Mm. Oh, let's review Long John Silver's instead. <laughs> Is there still a one in town? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it's only Captain so D's. I think it is Captain D's country now. Yeah. The, the captain. I'm I'm the captain now. It's what he <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I really like those fried jalapenos, Jessica, so I respect the decision to only eat those. In fact, I couldn't stop eating them. Me neither. Even after they had been sitting there for well over an hour. (laughs) They are very lightly breaded, so they have a nice crunch to them, but they are packed with jalapeno flavor. (laughs) Just the right amount of jalapeno spice. Sometimes you get those ones that have just a ton of burn to them, and you don't even get that much flavor, but these had just the right level of burn. I loved them, personally. What did you guys think? Great. I agree. I love any time when something is uh, not at the temperature and I'm still like, I'm still going to go for it. Yeah. It's like going and eating pizza that I left on my oven and I've been watching movie for two hours. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have another piece. I should have put this in the refrigerator and reheated it, but this is what I deserve. (laughs) So, Dan... You like onion rings. Oh, sure. They're one of your favorites. <laughs> it's gonna, your, your tombstone is just going to be a like a regular headstone with a giant concrete onion ring on the top. I don't know that People I like them be that confused. much. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that you do. So tell us about these O-rings. 
I really, really enjoyed these O-rings. They were very crispy, a nice panko breading. Uh, you know, that breading where you get just, you get the extra on there. And one thing I loved about them, all kind of a uniform size. None of them too big. Basically the perfect onion ring size. Uh, I don't know. I'm not good with sizes, but it's probably about the size of the top of a Coke can. Sure. Where it yeah. kind of tapers off there. Seems like you're pretty good with sizes. Hey. You can look at something <laughs> to know how big it is. I do have a can right in front of me, not of Coke, but uh, I'm not going to give it up what it is. Oh. It's an orange bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I loved these. I I don't know where I'd place them among my hierarchy of onion needs. rings, but certainly on the high end. Dan's Lowe's hierarchy <laughs> of needs. The onion rings are the top of the pyramid. Well, you have to address the onion rings before you can like address the other things on uh-huh. those. Uh-huh. <laughs> the vegetables. No, that is a vegetable. It's a fried vegetable. I'm dumb. So yeah, that's the appetizers. They have several different appetizer options, you know, the place being a bar and all. That's that's kind of your uh, one of your go-to things. You're just sitting there and need something to munch on. However, they also have a pretty extensive entree menu as well. Ooh, entree vous? Yeah. <laughs> entree boo. It's like a ghost that comes in your house, but he's welcome. I feel like I make that joke like every five weeks, and it's just as bad every time. Do you have a specific theme song for that yet? A theme song for entree, entree? Boo, yeah. entree food. Boo, yeah. Oh wow, we really should. No, I'm gonna put that on Andy. <laughs> Just trying to give Andy more <laughs> work to do. Entree food. No, it's the Ghost House theme from Super Mario World. Oh wow. Oh, okay. It was. That's a good pull. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I made a rap song with it once. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get into these entrees. Jessica, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I am a pescatarian, so uh-huh. I do eat fish. And usually when I'm at a pub, I like to go for the fish and chips. Nice. Classic uh, selection. After sampling several things on the menu a long time ago and eating their veggie burger, I think that the fish and chips is probably one of their best mm-hmm. entrees. The breading was amazing. And then it almost seems to like melt in your mouth, which is really strange. Like mm. I just devoured the two pieces of fish and I wanted more. Yeah. So yeah. much more. You let yeah. us have a couple pieces of it and mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree. It kind of melts in your mouth. It's just so flaky. And for a pretty thick piece of fish too, it's not like so thin that the breading takes over the fish, even though it is pretty thickly breaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fish was so good, Jessica. I wish you wish you had the powers of the Lord's son. <laughs> able to multiply it and feed a, feed a throng. Yeah, I did too. I regretted giving those two bites to you guys. I was like, what did I do? That bite was fantastic. It, it was very so good. crunchy, but also soft and had, you know, a lot of fishy flavor because sometimes the oil when you mm-hmm. fry it can sop up that fishy flavor. Oh, how was that, that tartar was so sauce? We, we didn't choose to, we I opted mean, out of tartar, tartar sauce. Sure. I don't think I've ever had a tartar sauce that I was like, this is blowing my mind, but it was good. It was a nice enhancement to yeah. the fish. And I, I heard you say earlier you're a pescatarian, and you you just gotta like you really gotta get out of that mental state. I'm an optimist, so you got you just gotta like <laughs> stick to positivity. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> I tried the wasabi chicken strip wrap. It isn't actually an item on the menu. Just the chicken strip wrap is the item on the menu, and it is described thusly, a wrap made with romaine lettuce topped with cheddar cheese, diced tomatoes, red onions, cucumbers, hand-breaded chicken tenders, and your choice of dressing. Obviously, I tried the wasabi 
dressing. Obviously. Obviously. I thought this was the strangest choice well, I've ever obviously seen. Obviously, because make. I said wasabi earlier, not because <laughs> oh, okay. it's an obvious choice. It very much was not an obvious choice and turned out to be a mistake because it did not go with cheddar cheese very well. And also, I, I was, I've been trying to eat healthier, which is kind of why I... If you, you might have been able to hear a little groan in my voice earlier when I talked about how I couldn't stop eating those jalapenos. Mm. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this healthy thing, this <laughs> breaded chicken wrapped in a tortilla, uh, which is actually not that healthy. <laughs> but anyway, I really thought the fillings were good. I mean, they, they have great chicken. Everything breaded here is pretty fantastic. Yeah. I think we can pretty much straight up say. They got a good fryer back there. Yeah, and whatever breading mixture they're using is, is really great. Uh, I, I like the chicken in there. I thought the lettuce was really fresh. That had it was a fresh tomato as well. I liked the flavor. I did not care for the mix of the wrap, typical wrap, fresh wrap flavor with the wasabi dressing that I picked. However, there wasn't that much of it in there. I still haven't eaten the other half. Maybe it was all in the other half. But I sure. got one bite with a nice, you know, sinus clearing taste of wasabi. Um, I disappointed myself. It didn't. the The dish didn't disappoint me. I'm the problem in this case. Now they let you choose between the different wing sauces, right? right? So there's quite a bit to choose from yeah. there. So I, I understand getting overwhelmed. I asked her what was the spiciest, mm. and she told me they were out of yes. the spicy one. I was they like, have oh, a Carolina just, Reaper yes. sauce. Did, did they say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's the one that they're out of. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I did not get to try the very spiciest one, unfortunately. I think if I were to do it again, I I think if I were to get the wrap again, I would just get the standard buffalo sauce in there. That seems like it would work a lot better with the cheddar and everything inside. But it wasn't bad. I, I still enjoyed it to an extent. So Dan, Josh, and I, we all got burgers. So or some was, version thereof. Some version thereof, yeah. <laughs> Josh, why don't you tell us about what you got? I got the patty melt, and I got it with like the fake ground beef, <laughs> yeah. which I don't eat like ground beef that much to begin with, but I, I really liked it. It was good. Now, that's like a steak that's been dropped on the ground, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just get that real earthy flavor. Yeah. I'm also very bad at describing food. And so, <laughs> oh, this is the worst podcast in the world for yeah. me to be on where I'm like, I don't know. It, it good. Well, thanks like, for I'm, begging to come on. <laughs> I'm basically a caveman. <laughs> So I was like, this food tasted good. I, I like cheese. I <laughs> How like... did the patty compare to your memory of an actual beef burger? I honestly cannot taste the difference in most of the things wow. that are now... Uh, like, I've now had the Impossible yeah. uh, Whopper. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've had Jake's, like, vegan burgers. I can't tell the difference between those and actual, like, beef mm -hmm. sandwiches. Really? That's nice to know that... that yeah. How long have you been a vegetarian now? If you I, don't mind me asking. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh... Dan, that's inappropriate. <laughs> about <laughs> about six months in high school, when all of my <laughs> when all of my friends were like straight edge hardcore guys, and were like looking at me at lunch and being like, "How does it feel to be a murderer?" <laughs> 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 that's completely true. And uh, I don't know, a few years. I yeah. I remember I, you making the change. Yeah, I remember you making I, the choice. I don't really like most. The only meat that I really liked was chicken. Mm. Out oh. of all the meats, anyway. Sure. So. Uh, bok, I will bok. agree that uh, 
the artificial meat or the you know plant-based protein meat that is used is so much better now than it used to be. Right. Yeah, oh, like if you buy a difference. Boca burger now, you're just I'm just so disappointed because like <laughs> Jake's vegan burgers are great. Oh my goodness. They're so good. And then um, the Alamo has a really good mm-hmm. veggie really? patty. Yeah. I think it's a great and here's what they probably do. Um, I am convinced that they probably f- like cook it on the same it's on the same grill yeah, right. yeah. No. Sure. i mean it's on the same yeah. grill how do you feel about that because i know some vegetarians that say that's fine with me i'm not I supporting it's fine with me. i'm not yeah. gonna yeah. throw a fit about it i yeah. also have an asterisk on me being a vegetarian which is Ooh. when i go to cheddar's <laughs> rules <Scandalous>. are off <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. that's the birthday more trip. like it's cheaters, the birthday trip. Huh? <laughs> this is a real thing and uh every year everyone yells at me <laughs> for his birthday it's a trip to cheddar's for those, uh, is it chicken strips? What do you get? I get the uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. That is me. That it's is what so I order good. every time I go to Cheddar's. <laughs> it's so good. Man. Me and Josh are bonding on such a <laughs> I really plane. enjoy <laughs> the Cookie Monster. Oh, I love the it Cookie Monster so as well. What are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Their chips and queso are great. Uh, that place rules. <laughs> I haven't had a Cookie Monster in, let's see, hmm, five years and four months. <laughs> Cheddar's might be Need my to have another one. favorite local restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry that it's not local because I would demand to come back on and review it and just keep yelling, everything is in the Panthenon. <laughs> I'm going to go on another tangent from this tangent, but Dan, do you think we need to do a bonus episode about this Popeye's Chick-fil-A situation? Oh my goodness. I kind of do. I literally tried to go to Popeye's last night on Campbell and they were sold out of the chicken Whoa. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've kept seeing that on Twitter when people are just like, I tried to go, they were sold out, yeah. which is crazy. It is crazy. And I did end up just getting Popeye's chicken tenders and it was so good. It's, it's been a long from time what I since remember, I've had them. They're great. It's the best fast food restaurant. Time oh for a goodness. double asterisk. <laughs> 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 when I roll through that uh, Popeye's drive through also, I can do whatever I want. Should we just be <laughs> Doughboys now? <laughs> yes. just no, I don't think that we should, but I think we might ought to consider... Drop a little bonus on them sure. this week. Let's yeah. see what It'd happens. It'd be my first time having Chick-fil-A in a, a long time. Yeah. Let's find a way we can steal it. <laughs> we don't have to spend money there. <laughs> it's Sunday. We could break in right now. <laughs> Just go through the dumpster. <laughs> Back to Patton. <laughs> Clearly, I am not a uh, hard-nosed general when it comes to keeping us on track. <laughs> Unlike Patton. Yeah, you've figured that out. You figured out the illusion there. <laughs> you know, George C. Scott, the film. That was mean. <laughs> so I studied the menu before going there, just kind of hanging out at work, just fantasizing about yeah, what I'm going to have. That's the best. And there's a lot of things on the menu to fantasize about. It's all just kind of not wild but it's just very heavy bar food and it's something to like really kind of pine over and man did i have my eye on the all-star burger this is your choice of protein which i didn't even read before i might have gone with the chicken patty had i read that but you know i don't read things (laughs) (laughs) topped with he just studies it like a like an image (laughs) as if he's taking it in he doesn't understand the symbols it's like it's like a rune (laughs) this was one with a picture on there so that did help a lot uh this is a burger as i ordered it topped with bacon those fried jalapenos what they describe as our famous cheese fondue served on a grilled bun with spicy mayo, lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle. 
Is their fondue really that famous? I mean, I know it had one big single back in 78. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody really talks about it today. You know, I... I still enjoy fondue. You love me. <laughs> I I like. I think that's kind of a jam. Sorry, uh, a cheese jam. <laughs> I really enjoyed this burger. Um, I think it delivered on all the levels that it was trying to. Particularly those fried jalapenos. I was glad to have an extra portion of them on my burger. I think they could probably throw those on any burger and kind of enhance it. Only real complaint I have. The fondue was a little cold, mm. or it got cold a little quickly. It uh, it really settled in, and I, I was looking for a a nice hot cheese sauce all over the burger. And it uh, maybe the first bite it was warm, but after that, uh, it definitely cooled down pretty quickly. But I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board with the burger that I got too. I got a bacon cheddar burger the menu says choice of protein topped with bacon and cheddar cheese served on a grilled bun with lettuce tomato onion pickle and a side of waffle fries which we'll get to i ordered mine without pickles because as you know i'm not a pickleman nor am i a pickle boy (laughs) (laughs) first thing i want to mention is that grilled bun which i feel like is vital sure it gives a little crunch to the bite not a strong crunch (laughs) just a little (laughs) micro crunch to each bite i feel like just adds this layer of texture that just Really brings the whole thing together. Do you guys notice that on your grilled sandwiches? Mm-hmm. Josh, yours came on. I think like yours was I a, had a different melt, kind of thing. So but yeah. I've, I've, I've had the their like mm-hmm. uh, veggie burger before, and it does that. It's nice, very good. I ordered mine cooked medium. Uh, I didn't know that this was a place that would do that for you, but I like a, I like a slightly rare burger. And I don't believe they asked me. Now, this dude did ask me. I was I went there on Saturday night, right before the mystery hour, and in my mind, it was like going to be busy. And there were people sitting outside, but I was the only person sitting at the bar for most of the time. The dude was so friendly, and uh, yeah, he took care of me because that, that was the only thing he had to do. <laughs> there are always people sitting outside. This is yeah. one of the most poppin' patios in Springfield, truly. I'm not familiar with that word. <laughs> okay. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, the patty was just perfectly cooked. It was pink all throughout the middle. It was really juicy and flavorful. Uh, it had a really nice balance of flavors with all the toppings. Like proportionally, they really had it down. I loved this burger. It's one of the better burgers we've tried for the show. I think I definitely rank it above the black sheep ones we talked about, even as I fawned over those black sheep burgers. Uh, I really, really liked it. It was a tasty burger. Wow. So that leaves one last thing to talk about. And there's a reason that I insisted that we save it for last. That's those waffle fries, which I think are fantastic. Man. They're so good. Those blew my mind. All right. So the waffle fries, they're pretty big. They're pretty dense. They're obviously waffle cut. But what really makes them special is the way that they're prepared and seasoned. They Whatever oil they coat them with, I don't know if they're fried. They might be baked. They almost taste like baked fries to me, though I'm sure they're fried. They, they have this almost like reddish hue to them and it, there's so much seasoning on that mm. that you can see it and it's perfect for dipping too they're very salty but not overly salty i'm i'd be so curious to hear what seasoning mix they use but whatever it is is phenomenal any other thoughts probably my favorite fries yeah. in springfield wow up there so good I'm, I'm trying to think of better fries and i 
don't know if I can. I can think of a few that would be in contention, but these are these might even be the front runner. I love these fries. Yeah. And I would not consider a waffle fry in even my top three, top five fries, I don't think. Yeah. But these are just so perfectly crispy and soft. Like, man, just a great fry. Great fry. Important question. Y'all dip? <laughs> <laughs> I dipped, but you don't have to with these. Yeah. Yeah. The I, thing about, I always dip. Yeah. The yeah. thing about the waffle fry is there's a lot of different strategies you can use. You can just like coat the end and get a little bit. But the waffle fry is perfect if you're a person who likes a whole lot of sauce, dip, whatever you're putting it into because you can fold it just a little bit and you can get like two <laughs> ounces worth of ketchup on there. I didn't even realize I was doing that because I would like I squirted like a bunch of ketchup on my plate and just absentmindedly looking at my phone or whatever and like dipped one in. It's like, where did the ketchup go? It's like, oh, it went down my throat with that fry that I that single fry that I just ate. Man, these are good fries. I wish that uh, they came standard with ranch or something, too, just because they're so eminently dippable. Yeah, absolutely. Do we have anything left to say about the food at Patton Alley? We didn't really talk about the ambiance in there, or if you want to call it ambiance. It very much feels like a place that used to be a livery stable or an auto mechanic shop. Sure. It's high ceilings. The rafters are open. They have... About every portion of wall that could possibly be covered is covered with those giant metal uh, beer uh, tin signs. signs. Yeah. They have added in recent months like arcade machines and those little prize. Like there's a the claw. mechanical hand. Yeah, but let's talk about that. They have a Mary Shelley's, uh, the Kenneth Branagh version <laughs> of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein really? film. And like Ian Holm pops up as one of like actors uh-huh. they show before you play <laughs> pinball, which is hilarious to me. I wonder if somebody, perhaps Eric Zacherson, just like bought those at auction because it is such a random it assortment of weird. machines. I feel like they fell off a truck in front of the store <laughs> and they're like, let's just plug them in and see what happens. <laughs> a friend of mine once saw an abandoned arcade cabinet outside of Bambino's. And I drove, I went by it on my bike. And then a couple days later, he's like, look what I found. And it was in his house. And he has since turned it into a beer keg with a functioning uh, machine. I feel like there's only one friend of yours that I can do that. Uh We may have already mentioned his name on this podcast. Most certainly. (laughs) Hey, buddy. I know he listens. Hope you're enjoying cooking right now, which is what you do when you're listening to this show. You ever imagine that happening where a podcast just suddenly starts talking to you directly? Guess what? It just happened to somebody (laughs) in your life. (laughs) I think all podcasts are talking directly to me. Yeah. (laughs) We should do that to Josh Moore. Uh, (laughs) You you listen to it while you're opening the store in the morning. The, The worst thing about it is that I'm listening to you talk about great food, and I have so few, like, within, because I. And alone in the store, mm-hmm. so I can only eat at like one of three places. <laughs> yeah. what, what do you do whenever you open the store? Like, what what's your routine? Maybe we can help you out and like I turn give on the you some reminders just during the podcast from now on. Turn on the lights, push play on the podcast. That's yeah, <laughs> that's about hey, it. Hey, don't forget <laughs> to sweep, Josh. That, that's for whenever you listen <laughs> okay, to this episode you, on Tuesday. <laughs> I always do forget to sweep. <laughs> All right, Pat and Alley Pub. I think it's about time we rated it. How many? Reconstituted horse hotels. <laughs> wow. Would you rate Patton Alley Pub out of five? Let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Not going through the whole thing. Josh, go ahead and rate it first. Uh, four? <laughs> Wait, what's it out of? Five. It's out of five. Uh, four? Yeah. Wow. 
Any Josh man? absolutely dropped a four on him. A man <laughs> of many words. <laughs> I've, you know, you're a man known for your brevity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Four. <laughs> but I feel like in my heart, it's it's similar to the way I rate movies, uh-huh. where yeah. I never give anything uh, like a five star rating, Ooh. unless it's like the Cheddars of movies. Sure, <laughs> yeah. your Angry Birds, yeah. your Angry Birds too. <laughs> so I, I gotta go four. I think I'm going to go four point five for my meal. Mm. Wow. So good. Okay. The fish was great. The fries are great. So and take seven, the best. Yep. So. <laughs> I really did well ordering that night. Um, I'm going to go four. You're giving yourself five <laughs> for your choices. I am. I'm going to go four also for um, the company because we had fun doing oh, trivia. Oh, wow. It was great. Actually, 4.5. Let's wow. just get it up Look, there. I was thinking that was too high <laughs> if I'm involved. And uh, I'm going to go 3.5 for ambiance. It's really dark in there. And at one point, well, it's for trivia, but they turned it down so low that you couldn't even see what you were writing, yeah. really, um, which I didn't even think was that necessary. No. Yeah. It's just so dark in there. And I don't know a good way to incorporate more light or natural light mm-hmm. in there other than a complete... Just open up the top. Yeah, just <laughs> get, get a moonroof in there. I would say most, most bars are pretty dark with the exception of... Uh, beer hall's pretty light. Beer hall is really light. I didn't even think yeah. about that. It's very bright. I, I think it's because all that light on the walls yeah. and they open up the... It was so dark we couldn't get good pictures. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yeah. I had my what phone out during trivia. I didn't realize that till later. I was like, I could have gotten in trouble for this. <laughs> Just taking pictures of the food. Just like, the, oh, I, I, taking the phone out to... Thoroughly yeah. photograph the food is my least favorite thing. It's doing my this least podcast. Part. It's why I've all but stopped doing it. Well, I'll have my girlfriend do it sometimes because she has a little better phone than I do. But yeah, oh, goodness. Overall, what's uh, 4.5, 4.5, and 3.5? I think you had 4.5, 4, and 3.5. So we'll go with oh, four. Wait, no, yeah, okay, yeah, that Overall. averages out. Okay, she absolutely dropped a four on them. <laughs> I'm also gonna drop a four wow. on them. Though I would say that that burger is approaching a five star burger for sure, and I uh, I really liked those app. You know what? I'm going four point five. Wow! I really liked it. All right. I thought it was very tasty, and I kind of dig the uh, kind of rundown vibe. And I love that it's <laughs> you know it's a building that's like over 150 years old. I think that's very cool, and it's also literally very cool in the winter. Bit drafty. Used to go there to play pool with some uh, other gentlemen. And once winter came around, we had to switch to a different venue because we'd have to wear our heavy coats inside only in the pool area. It was warmer in the other areas. But anyway, it gets a little cold in there. But I like it for nostalgic reasons and because the food's good and I like the space. It's cool. Well, how about you, Dan? Cool store. Pat and Alley Pub. I think I'm going to drop a four on them as well. I I really enjoyed all my food. I I think if the, uh, the fondue was a little hotter, Probably earn them a 4.5, but, you know, I'll definitely be returning, especially for that trivia night. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Thursday night trivia. And the next time, I feel like watching a jam band. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we talk about that. <laughs> I, I, so I do not. this <laughs> reputation as a hippie bar, and I don't know if I buy that. I mean, it is because they frequently have jam bands, but they also have, like, the detectives once a month, you know? Man, those shows used to be so much fun. And the maybe, detectives. maybe POD once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I believe that story. I, You know, I was talking about that, and I literally had a computer with the internet in front of me and did not look it up. <laughs> if only there were some series of tubes to <laughs> find this answer for us. 
I think we've ha- definitely stayed on track for most of this review, <laughs> and it's about time that we uh, moved on to something uh, less substantial, something we can you know goof around with. That would be our guest interview segment, Last Meal. Funny bitch. And I am really sorry, actually, to bring this up right now, what? but I actually have to go. Not again. Um, so no, I, I forbid you. It's been you lovely fail on having the end of the show again. you, Jessica no. and Josh. You guys are the best. Uh, truly, if you quit, great you're this fired. <laughs> <laughs> I have to catch a bus. Um, but you drove th- your it, car here. Listen, it's fine. Are you, you're parking here and going somewhere else. Don't worry. I, I've got a friend. I'll text him. He should be able to be here oh, in fine. just like two minutes. Uh, he can fill in for me. Okay, fine, Dan. Well, all right, Josh and Jessica, I'm very sorry about this, but you've been sentenced to death. Literature about been, time has been outlawed <laughs> only in Springfield <laughs> because Ken McClure can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met Ken McClure. I don't even know what his politics are for the record, but he hates words. <laughs> he hates the written word. So you've both been sentenced to death because you sell books and then both of you talk about books. On the internet. I don't like this Bradbury-esque <laughs> world. <laughs> no, his name's Ken McClure, not Bradbury. Uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Get out of here, Dan. I can hear you laughing. <laughs> oh, wait. What's that? Oh, it must just be Dan leaving. No, I'm not going to answer the door. I'm not going to answer the door today. About on me. <laughs> uh, hi. I refuse to pardon you. A pardon me. I'm not going to pardon them either because I don't have the power. Only Ken McClure can pardon I'm those sentences to death. I'm your new guest host. <laughs> I suspect I know who you are. Nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, go ahead and introduce yourself, special <laughs> guest. Well, can't you tell by my abs and my djembe? <laughs> It is me, Brendan Boyd. From the uh, 2000s new new metal, melodic new metal band, Incubus. Nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess Brendan Boyd is my new co-host since I fired Dan. I'm glad to be here. All right, so Joss and Jessica, before you get executed, um, you're just going to be beat to death by books. Oh, God. Uh, and here, let me tell you exactly how it's going to happen. You're going to lay down on the ground, and someone's going to drop them from 10 feet up. Just slowly, you're going to be buried <laughs> by books. Are these like small, thin paperbacks? No, oh, no, man. <laughs> you don't take it easy on the Ozarks. This is actually the way I may die, because I have had books fall off the top shelf. Oh. I once had a copy of George... W. Bush's decision points that fell off display <laughs> on the top shelf and hit me in the head. It's probably and, the worst thing that man's ever been responsible <laughs> for. George W. Bush, he's a real mega low maniac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get one last meal before you get uh, book murdered. Uh, book secuted. <laughs> Four courses, a drink an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert, each from Springfield local restaurants. Let's start with the dessert. Either one. I'll go first. My dessert would be... Did I say start with the dessert? I'm sorry. That's my fault. I, that's <laughs> I, We never start with the dessert. That's the last. I'm sorry. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, 
I guess I have to keep it in. I'm going to retake <laughs> that. But <laughs> So let's start with the drink. The first course is the drink. What drink would you get? Locally owned Springfield restaurant. I have two drinks, one non-alcoholic and one alcoholic. Okay, we'll see if we'll see how Ken feels about that. Well, if you have the alcoholic one, I'll hold the wheel and drive. <laughs> <laughs> Me to my execution. <laughs> um, okay, non-alcoholic would be the super sweet Thai iced tea from oh, Thai Express. Nice. Might as well go out on that. Um, alcoholic would be the Full of Stars cocktail from Alamo. Ooh. It's my favorite. Yeah. I have a friend, we go there, uh, when we go see movies, we usually get like two before the movie even starts, Man. and then we get one to go, because they don't serve it to you in the theater. It's bar exclusive. Nice. Yeah. We the, plan out our movie dates. You get it to go? <laughs> well, not to go, to take okay. to the theater. <laughs> I, I, it's illegal I to take it right. to go, sorry. <laughs> Put it in a to-go but cup for me. But when we found out, we could just walk around with a glass this of full of stars to our theater. Liqueurs, <laughs> who apparently has cracked down on that. Yeah, those would be my drinks. Okay, what would be your drinks? Uh, a water <laughs> is my non-alcoholic drink. And you don't have to pick a non-alcoholic okay. drink. Let's face it, we know you wouldn't. I cheated. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I would get them to remake Toehead. <laughs> And give me a toehead. Oh, wow. In one of those big... The big mother's jug. I was going to say guzzler. Growler? The growler. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the <you>. guzzler. <laughs> That's a pretty hot take that toehead was good. <laughs> uh, My boys love toehead. Yeah. <laughs> Blake I, was devastated. Me and her husband love it. Wow. Okay. I, when I found yeah. out they were going, uh, they were discontinuing toehead, I went to Lucky's and bought like two sixers of them for Blake. I think oh. he still has like one nope, in the they're fridge. they're all gone. Okay. They're all gone. All right, let's move on to the appetizer. Where'd you get, Jessica? Well, she called out a warning. <laughs> this is this is good. Well, the appetizer is <laughs> really hard. I love I love apps. I decided on these tofu nuggets from Karai. Tuggets? Nuggets? Did I say tuggets? <laughs> no, I did. Oh, <laughs> I like that hybrid word. It's a good one. They're really, really good. I don't know how to describe them. They have like edamame in them. They have a great flavor to them. You wouldn't even know it's tofu. It's just so good. All right, Josh, what's your? I Okay, so I think it would actually be the chips and queso at Patton Hmm. because I can't get the cheddar's one. (laughs) (laughs) Because it would have to be chips and queso from somewhere. I'm trying to think. Oh, actually, Maria's chips and queso. I really like that. Nice. All right, let's get into those entrees, your main course. I have two again, but let me explain why. (laughs) It's okay. My first entree would be the seafood lasagna from Nona's. It's my favorite meal. But if I were to cheat on my death and eat some real meat. (laughs) This is my cheat meal. (laughs) My cheat meal would be the City Smokestack from City Butcher. That's so good. That pork belly. (sighs) Yeah. It's dead. It. That's one with the four meats, right? Yes, I believe it's sausage, pork belly, pulled pork, and uh, now I can't remember the other one. So I would go with, and again, this involves either a time machine or something, but at Yin Ching, does everyone remember? Yep. Okay. It, it was closed because of some now, health code violations. There's two different Yin Shanks. There is one in Ozark or Nixon now, but there was also one on Sunshine that is now like a scooter store. Am that I place was the called place? Yin Ching. You're talking about Yoshi I, Jen? I'm talking about the place that was on uh, James River Expressway. Oh, Mr. Yin's. It's that, Ocean's okay. Inn now, correct? Yeah, Mr. Yes. Oh, okay. Yin's. Okay, so yeah, Mr. Yin's. 
and I would want their uh, their sweet and sour chicken because it has that like uh, really red sauce, mm-hmm. which is that's the kind of trash man I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, a, red, a red sauce trash man, <laughs> just like the grossest kind of sweet and sour chicken hmm. that exists. Yeah. So going grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've known you to like things that are bad. Yes, no, I, I <laughs> mostly like, like bad part things. Part of your whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, finish out with that dessert. What kind of sweet treat are you getting before you? Once again, this would require a time machine, <laughs> but it's also from Nona's. Um, they used to have this amazing hummingbird cake. Mm. It was a generous slice. It was inexpensive. It was amazing, and they put like a little strawberry glaze on top. But it was my all-time favorite dessert. What is a hummingbird cake? It's like a relative to a carrot cake. Okay. So if you like carrot cake, it's very similar to that in taste. There's like pineapple in it. It's mm. It's got a bunch of different flavors in it. Not just that carrot. That sounds great. So good. If anyone knows. <laughs> Which song is that, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a look in a book. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for interrupting, Jessica. Oh, you're fine. Thanks, Brandon. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) For my dessert, I've been saving up my commissary money for a while. (laughs) Oh. And I'm going to bribe the guard to bring me 12 T-Barn Bites (laughs) brownies. (laughs) Because I just can't have one because I'm going to die by by book. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you might die by brownie. Right. Well... The dream, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would just have 12 of their brownies. That sounds wonderful. That's yeah. <laughs> one of the best ones we've had. Uh, cool. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. So why don't you tell us one last time where people can find Are You There Pod, which people should, if the premise sounds even remotely interesting to you and if you are okay with some, you know, more adult content. Well, you can find us on iTunes. You mm-hmm. can find us on Stitcher. Probably anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. But if you want to see uh, great pictures of uh, YA book covers, because <laughs> they're the best, um, you can follow us at Are You There Pod on Instagram. Awesome. Great People should pod do that. name. It's so fun. I think I would listen to it if I didn't know you. So that's a oh, pretty high you. compliment. Yeah, I really nice. enjoyed it. You guys are very funny. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Josh talks a lot more on that show. (laughs) (laughs) It's more in his wheelhouse. (laughs) So thank you all for coming on. And Josh, thank you for agreeing to host the Food Drive and our show. And I I bought a PA system for it. So anytime you need a PA system for something, (laughs) uh, you have a hookup for that. Thank you. Meaning an outlet in your store. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so excited for the next month, Dan. I can't even... Dan's not here. Who is Dan? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited for the next month of episodes. This is going to be the last month of our first year of this podcast. And we're going to end the year in style. And hopefully, a little bit higher quality than normal. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, too. (laughs) (laughs) With that, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Maybe tell a friend if you think they'd like it. Tell uh, tell the Incubus fans in your life that <laughs> the one and only Brendan Boyd. Brandon Boyd? I looked it up and my name is Brandon. <laughs> I wasn't sure at first either, though. Brandon Whoa. Boyd. Uh, tell, it, tell the Incubi in your life. 
to uh, check out Spring Food Mo. Actually, more pockets of Fresno, Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you all next week. Thank you. Nice to know you. Oh boy. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Oh, I'm fine. I have bad allergies, and mm. I don't know. I rub my eye weird or something. I have Sudafed and Zyrtec if you need anything. I took my Claritin, so I don't know. It's sure. Weird. I'm Sorry. always... I'm good. I'm not crying. I'm not... Oh, well, I do miss those <laughs> fries. They were so good. Yeah. I'm running on two different kinds of allergy meds anytime you see me. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Uh, and... Metamine. <laughs> <laughs> you and Russ Cole. Uh... I'm using Boolean logic here. Give me a second. <laughs> what is it? Boolean logic, like the search. You don't know what that is? Mm-mm. You've seen it before. It's like the... It's like the What's the one for it's journalists? When you put it's like not the, that one, right? No, it's when you go in the search bar, but you put in like the word you're looking for, but you put like quotation marks around it, and then a plus sign, and then... Oh, okay. Isn't that generally mm-hmm. how it's oh, exactly I thought it was exactly like the little flavoring cube, like chicken, <laughs> beef... I, I think that person might have been misinformed. Let me try one more resource. We'll get to something. Who's the source on this? It's Vance Hall. Docs them. It's Vance Hall. Vance. <laughs> I'm not going to. That's not going in there. May 16th, Shrine Mosque. That's 2016. Saw it. O'Reilly Center. Saw in it. November of 18. Oh, my God. They played the Patton Alley Pub. <laughs> when? They played the Patton Alley Pub on November 18th, 2012, the same day that they played the O'Reilly Family Event Center. Was it like an acu- like one yeah, of those? It, they play, like, it was uh, an acoustic set. They played three songs. Okay. They played what did be- they play? Beautiful, Youth of the Nation, and Panic and Run. You got to do Youth of the Nation. Yeah. In 2012? <laughs> we are, we are. <laughs> Not ever going to play that song on this show. <sighs> wow. All right. Let's move into our special guest interview segment. Oh, actually, I'm going to retake that. Go ahead. (laughs)